Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1234 in Edmonton. Full disclosure, we had a minor issue with our text messaging system to open the show, and a lot of you, since we opened with Tool, uh, Fear of the Inoculum, Inoculum, to open up with, uh, we got a heavy, heavy uh, dose of responses on that front. Uh, at least 25 to 30 responses. Uh, Bob, that love the show. That was the best opening ever. Oilers and Tool, how cool would that be from Andrew D. Uh, GW says, love Tool, and that was awesome. Uh, Jordan in Calgary made me chuckle. Nothing wrong with Tool except they're horribly overrated and boring. And then he's got an abbreviation, which I think I know what that means. Uh, now let's talk about where Ostap Safin plays in Bakersfield, laughs uh, Jordan in Calgary. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we have some guesses since we also dropped today that Craig Simpson won't be continuing uh, moving forward, at least for this season, on Oilers Now. And uh, some of you are warm. Our first hint, we're going to have three hints as to who's going to join our show on Wednesday. Our first hint was, like Craig, a very high NHL draft choice. That's hint number one. All right, every Tuesday in Oilers Now, Mark Spector, Spector and Stoffer for the horses, a reminder, horse racing Alberta. Catch the Western Canada Pacing Derby on the Don Byrne Memorial featuring the top three-year-old Colts and Phillies this Sunday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Post time is 1.15. And Spec is our headliner today for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Uh, he's often been called a tool, usually when he's been playing <laughs> hockey. It is Mark Specter. Hi, Spec. How are you? Good. You know what? And I was thinking when you're talking about that, one of the uh, one of the interesting things I'm kind of looking forward to seeing this year is Tom and Selby when he showed up. Yeah. Of course, he uh, he was responsible for a lot of things with the Toronto Maple Leafs, including all their game day presentation and all that. When he walked in the door this summer, he uh, basically said they're looking at it all. They're looking at redoing it all. They're going to make some changes. He, he, it was under his watch 
that the game day operations need to get better around here, and, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing uh, how they approach that, Bobby, and if it uh, spices up a little bit. Oh, it might be. It might be in the next 72 hours, Mark. Who knows? We'll see uh, what, what ends up uh, taking place on that front. I mean, for the hockey side, I think we're kind of we kind of know where we're at, right? Uh, Ken Holland, maybe the final piece was adding Riley Sheehan last week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, he's brought a bunch of guys in on UFAs, a couple of European players. Uh, full disclosure, they were in on Joe Kim Nygaard before Ken got here. So, I, don't, I mean, put it this way. We were interviewing the Swedes about Nygaard in March of last year. So it, it was, yeah. we knew the orders were uh, one of the many teams that was interested in Nygaard. Gaetan Haas, I think, is more of a, we got feel for for Holland's group, uh, and and then a bunch. You know, like get Sheehan on a one year deal, Archibald on a one year deal, Granlund on a one year deal. All those guys to help out the bottom six forwards because that's face it, spec last year not good enough. So do you want to do you want to start by first talking about the business side a bit or shift over to the hockey side? Where do you want to go? That's fine. Whatever you want to do, Bobby. We well, what I mean, no from your perspective, what are the comments that you hear from people out there uh, regarding the in-game experience and the in-building experience and how, uh, you know, because the, the old joke is, you know, how do you make the hot dogs taste better? You win games. But it's not that simple, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no. And, you know, you're right. I don't think that anything they do, they've done over the last 10 years, would, you know, all your fans would walk away saying, man, that's awesome because they haven't won enough games. So you're right. You know, you got to win games. But when you're, whether you're winning or losing games, uh, I think that having traveled around the league, you certainly travel around the league more often than I, uh, the Oilers' in-game presentation over the past several years has been inferior to a lot of towns. You know? Why is Montreal so much better, right? I don't know. You know, why should Montreal be so much better? There's a lot of places that put on a better show. They have better you know they their their pregame music kind of gets the crowd into it more uh you know the the little brass band they had up in the end you know i've not seen that in any other rink so either it was really innovative or no one else no vegas mark vegas did it (laughs) yeah well vegas did a lot of things right yeah vegas did a lot of things so um, my point would be that uh, certainly what i hear from friends and being a lifetime Edmontonian, talking to a lot of people is, it's got to get better. Here's somebody walked in the door and said, "It's got to get better, and yeah. I'm going to make it better." That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, and and again, I mean, there is a. It's funny about the Vegas experience because it is an experience. When you go to Vegas, you are committing to going to Vegas. I don't know how many guys and gals are out there listening to others now, right now, but maybe maybe you're married, you got a couple kids, and you get a chance to get away from your kids. When you go to Vegas, well, you're buying in, you're all in, you're having a good time, you're letting it rip, you're having some drinks. You can tailgate outside for two hours before the game for a seven o'clock game. Maybe you're you're drinking outside between three to you know three to five thirty. You're committing to the experience. That's what makes college yeah. football so great. You know, oh, like, for sure. You know, yeah. I, I've been in Sanford Stadium in Georgia, and there's a, there's 150,000 people tailgating three hours before the game. And they only have 110,000 seats in the building, so. Okay, okay, but hold on, hold on, hold no, but on. No, 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 I get no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, Mark, they don't have that parking and they don't have that weather. Right. right? We don't have 50 or 18,000. So you better around. make it count in the building when folks are in there because they're because you know what. They're, they're driving in from. I mean, we have at least a quarter of the season ticket base. Mark is from 
outside of 50 kilometers of Edmonton. So it takes a commitment for those fans to get here. You got to give them something. And you know what I'm saying? Yep, absolutely. And that's, uh, as we said in the forum, you know, and Selmy has done it in other places. Uh, he's very experienced at it, and he said he was going to do it here. So uh, I have no reason not to think that he can. And I frankly expect uh, a complete turnaround in what we're seeing on game days uh, here at Edmonton, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's it's... I just got to say this. It's not incumbent upon, like, people like, well, the fans are quiet. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The fans have supported the organization through thick and thin, through 12 out of 13 years. It's the team's got to be better on the ice, and the off-ice product has to improve as well, and it's got to be more engaged. It's no different than, like, this show. We're trying to constantly work to improve the show, you know, and and try to get add more guests and product, 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 right, and have, you know, more... You know, more conversation that people find compelling. So, well, and that's why they have the ratings book because you find out quick. Yeah. When people are turning to the other channel, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I, you may. And I, when, I, all when I'm going to say, Mark, I've been in radio enough to know that when the boss sees that people are turning the other channel, and when the president of the Edmonton Order sees that they're not selling as many tickets as they want to sell. Changes get made, and they get made fast. Or the owner sees it, yes. And, sure. Mark, all I'll say is we've been very competitive with this show, as you know. So, sure. Uh, and, and, you know, and there's some days that in my own office, there's some individuals not very happy with us. And so my expectation is when you have a year like the owners, have, when you've had two years like it, you knew there were going to be inevitable changes on the hockey side, and no one should be surprised that there's changes on the business side as well. It comes with the territory, especially mm-hmm. when you do the amount of extensive, you know, they, they every year the Oilers have somewhere between 6,500 and 7,500 season seat holders, uh, you know, because people have multiple seats. And about a third of those individuals have opportunities, if they so desire, to sit in on, you know, State of the Union luncheons and sometimes breakfast. And I, I've been a part of those. And usually their breakfasts, because of Oilers now in spec, they can be heated. Like, fans are pretty direct and succinct well, with the point. Be. You know, they're like, on the hockey side, they're like, what the hell were you guys thinking, right? Like, why would you make that move? And uh, and they brought up valid points. So, I'm like you, I'm going to be intrigued to see what Enselmi does. Because at the end of the day, it is product, product, product for the consumer. And they deserve better. Right. Uh, and after that, we would be intrigued to see what Dave Tippett does. Because he's got a... Uh, some improvements to make, but I think he's got some plans that that are are incumbent upon certain players stepping up to the plate here. All right, right. The number one on defense, I would suggest, wouldn't you? Well, that's where we're going to go when we return. Stoffer Inspector for the horses again. Catch the Canadian, uh, the Western Canada Pacing Derby, the Don Burn Memorial, featuring the top three-year-old Colts and Phillies this Sunday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Post time is one fifteen. And a reminder, guests on the show, with the exception of Spectre, receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers now sent you. When we come back, we'll talk Connor McDavid, James Neal, Leon Dreisaitl, and defense. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right.
right, uh, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30. Just some thoughts, since Specter brought it up again, Stoffer Inspector for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. Bob, I've, out of this comes to us from Mike and Drumheller. I've been to Lanudrake four times so far. Nice building, boring atmosphere, almost like a library. Sure doesn't drive a person to come back. Hopefully, they will change things from Mike and uh, Drumheller. Uh, this one kind of made me chuckle. He says, Bob, Edmonton fans are generally of redneck mentality. They are super reserved and conservative, so outlandish behavior is not condoned. Many think they are uh, better coaches and GMs than the 32 hired in the NHL. They sit down orderly like in the doghouse of the drilling rigs and listen to ACDC and drink Ryan Coke. I don't like going to the games. That one comes to us from Edmonton. Well, when I see that text, I think you probably ride your bike to the game. So that's probably why you don't like I'm just kidding. Uh, you know what? Fans are fans. Oilers got to have a better product on the ice and got to keep improving it off the ice. Mark Spector rejoins us after I uh, deselect him here and bring him back in. Uh, Spec takes all kinds. So let's get to it uh, regarding, first of all, uh, Epstein's mother has texted the show. Bob and Mark, can you guys update us on how Connor McDavid looks? I've said my piece, Spec. What say you? Looks fabulous, right? quick, uh, has the first two steps that we're accustomed to watching. Um, you know, the, I, I'll say this. I've seen him skate twice, and he, everybody who's skating on the ice with him, no one's going near him. They're not whacking him. They're not flashing him. No one wants to be the guy, right, that hurt Connor David. So he's playing in a bubble, but certainly in terms of the health of his knee, I'm watching him skate. He looks fabulous, and, and I get it. There's still a few weeks left in the rehab program, and they'll be careful with him on all those things, but he looks absolutely like a guy that is going to be ready, you know, very close to the start of the season to be the Connor McGaver we used to watch. Yeah, uh, he was out yesterday morning. I know you weren't down there yesterday morning, and uh, there was a little bit more bumping and grinding going on, and he... I know at one point he kind of uh, bounced in. I think it was the cleft bomb, and but just the speed. I mean that that you know Mach nine speed that nobody else in the league has. Yeah, he still got that. He still sure. got that. All right, uh, Leon Drysaddle, and we ran some clips from Leon from yesterday's availability that uh, the Oilers had out at the Oilers Alumni Golf Tournament, and just. I, I don't know if it, there's a maturation in the voice or, you know, or, or a realization that he has to, you know, because now, frankly, I've interviewed Leon so many times dating back to when he was in Prince Albert, you know, and, you know, my feelings on that draft year. And did I think he'd be a 50 goal scorer? No. But do you notice a different tone from him? Yeah, he certainly saw a different at the golf tournament yesterday. Um, but, you know, listen, there's a couple things at play here. The Oilers have spent a lot of years trying to import leadership, older guys, to teach these young guys. You know, the Andrew Ference and Milan Lucic, and you know, the list went on of older guys that were brought in here, muchly because of their ability to be leaders. Well, that tact hasn't worked, right? Importing leadership hasn't worked. So Drysdale is in what, Bob? This is his fifth season. Uh, his fifth season. Yes, his fifth full year, yes. Okay, fifth full year. So you know what? Maybe it's, I think that guy, listen, him and McDavid are the best players. I don't care what their names are or what their ages are, I should say. They're young, but they're the best players. They're going to be the leaders here. And I think that after a while of, you know, of sort of sitting back and letting these older guys do the leading, I think a guy like Leon Dreisaitl looks at his statistics, looks at his role, looks at where he stands in the National Hockey League as a player. 
I'll bet she's ready to be, you know what, I, I can be a leader here. He sure sounded different. And if you hear, um, I heard an interview that, that uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins did in Chicago with Elliot Friedman and uh, Jeff Merrick, and I yeah. believe that it will be played on the uh, uh, 31 Thoughts podcast if it's not already out, Bob. Yeah. Uh, but I urge order fans to listen because Ryan Nugent Hopkins as well, who's I've done a million interviews with, and he's a fun guy to talk to, and he's got a good sense of humor, but he's, he's really sounded different as well, Bob. And at the end of the interview, Elliot Friedman said, listen, Ryan, I want to say, I've spoken to you many times. You've never been this candid. You've never been this forthright. You've never made. You've never stood up and, and really said things the way you did in the interview. And there's another guy that's growing up. I think these younger players, Bob, are ready to lead themselves instead of always having somebody else lead. All right. Well, all right. As uh, people might suggest to you, Spec, Germans tend to be a little bit reserved as people. Is that a fair assessment? They're not like American, okay. like American. Dry titles like, a reserve guy. Always yeah, has yeah. You know, like like American players. Like you go to the combine. American players are the more, the most open players there, as a rule of thumb. Like and and maybe it's part of their culture, but they let her fly. Like Jack Hughes already talking about the fact that he, you know, he's played one rookie camp. I, I want to, you know, I I don't want to talk about rookie camp or preseason. Get I want to get right to playing NHL games. You know, yeah. like that, like think, like think if McDavid had said, "Well, wait, wait a sec here." Well, I think it's also an experience with the media. American kids grow up with high school papers, with college newspapers. The college teams get press coverage. When you're Leon Dreisaitl and you grow up in Germany, you're getting zero ink. There aren't a lot of reporters around. Well, you, right? he was in Prince Albert at 16. Well, how many scribes are in PA, Bob? One guy, <laughs> right? Like, he's not getting a ton of yeah. is what I'm saying. Jack Hughes has been looking at writers and pens and microphones. Well, Connor, I mean, in years. fairness, Connor had too. I just, you know, and now I wonder, do you think that maybe there were some reservations for for some of those younger guys because of, you know, like, as an example, it looked like Ralph Kruger was bringing along Nugent Hopkins Hall and Everly and, and, I got the sense that that may have been derailed a bit when Dallas Akins came in and, and Andrew Ference, who'd never played a game for the Oilers and never been a captain anywhere else in his career, they tried to go the route that the, the Flyers went when they brought Jason Smith in for a year as a go-between before Richards and Carter were ready to take on right. more of a leadership role there, right? And that obviously didn't. And then what do you do when the guy isn't good enough? Because at that stage in Ference's career, he simply was not. I mean, that's an impossible situation for guys. His own game was struggling because of the amount that he was expected to play. Then he's got a lead and trans, transfer forward, Mark. And I'm going to be able to build a conduit here to something else. To Milan Lucic coming in and supposed to be in a bit of a a team, you know, a team spokesperson and go-to guy and but it's hard to do when you're not able to play as you once did, right? So now those guys are kind of gone, you know, none of those guys are around anymore and so there's really no choice but for these guys to step up and they are the guys. They are the guys and and at least now Bob I feel like Certainly, Nugent Hopkins, and now Drysaddle's fifth year. What's McDavid? This is his. This will be. This is going to be his fifth full. Drysaddle's fifth full season. Right. So these these guys aren't kids now. They're ready. You know, one of the you know the Oilers' issues have been they've been too young. All their best players are young, young, young. Uh, The first round pick always made the team ball because they didn't have better guys. That's why they always made the team. So. Consequently, those young players have been the best. The, the 19, 20, 21 year olds have been the best guy on the team, which means 
they're kind of supposed to be the leaders. Well, they're not ready to lead. You know, look at, look at I don't know, Jake DeBrusque in Boston. Yeah. Right? Little you think d- he needs to lead? Mark, he walks into a yeah, hey. but it's completely different. If anything, Milan Lucic and Andrew Ference, Lucic getting a seven-year deal, Ference getting a four, they should be signing part of their paycheck back to Zidane Char and Patrice Bergeron because sure. those guys were the real leaders in Boston, and that Lucic and Ference were the fair. support leaders. And the Oilers sort of made the mistake of thinking, you know, we're going to get a big chunk of Patrice Bergeron in our room by bringing in a couple of Boston veteran guys. And as we just said, you know, maybe it seemed like a good idea at the time. It doesn't work. All right. You, you need Patrice Bergeron and you need Zidane Chara. You can't have, you know, guys that played with them. All right. One final one for you, 40-second answer. It sure seems like a lot of guys are happy that James Neal is around. That's the sense I get, Speck. Well, I think, I think that they're... They're drowning Neil in positivity, which is exactly what you should do, right? Let's completely forget, if I'm an Edmonton order, I don't even reference what happened in Calgary last year. He gets a pass, okay? Two years to the Stanley Cup final, a short summer. He was hurt coming out of the final. He didn't train. He went to Calgary. He didn't get the best centerman. It didn't work out. It's a one-off. It's a, it was like a, having a bad game, man. He gets 21 goals every year of his career. If I'm one of his teammates, I'm talking about that. And I fully expect, if I am that teammate, for him to... I, I, honestly, Bob, I, I would... If you told me I had to put 100 down, if he's plus 20 or minus 20 right now, I can't see a reason why he can't get back to 20. Can me you? too. On no. this team with these centermen, I can't see the reason. No. Awesome stuff. Hey, Mark, thanks for joining us down at Rogers Place. Uh, we'll touch base uh, later in the week, okay? All right. You bet. That's Mark Spector. Do want to tell you that if you're looking for a great sports weekend trip, you can join Oilers now in New York City this October. Second week of the NHL regular season. You get a chance to see the Oilers against the Devils of Taylor Hall and the New York Rangers. Plus, you can get tickets to the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Jets. This New York package includes four nights at the Westin Hotel, lower bowl game tickets, plus a welcome reception with yours truly. We've had some great guests there over the years. Just a few seats left for the Oilers Now Hockey and NFL Tour. Call New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or online at newwesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back... We'll get to your text. There's been a ton of them, and uh, we'll take some calls as well. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.